Happy Saturday, everyone. Welcome into another episode of the Let's Talk Bets Daily Sports Betting Show. I'm Matt Larison. He is Scott Cobe. Scott, we had a magical day yesterday. Uh, we had some great picks, a lot of non-sweatable games. Um, we'll talk about the two L's, and we'll we'll just throw a little little dart at Tanner uh, for for going with Memphis Milan and Villanova. And really, I mean, I I don't think it's a bad pick, but that first half was atrocious. I think whether they have 12, 13 points at the halftime. Pretty close uh, to him. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And there's no way for them to come back from that. They played a lot better in the second half, but that one was an L. Uh, and then the Avs over six and a half goals, they got – it was a five, I think. It was three to two final scores. So nothing we could do there either. But we're going with the consistency of some of the picks that we've been making down the road. And I'm starting with that Pacers over. It's hitting every single week because they do not play defense whatsoever. I think the final was 249 or close to that. So we were a few points over. And it's unbelievable. 242 and a half. People would be like, no way. I'm not touching that. That's way too many points. And they just continue to crush that. It is That has been a fantastic bet for us. Um, I said it I, yesterday on the show. They played Atlanta the other night. 307 points in the game. Regulation, not overtime. Regulation. Indiana doesn't know what defense is. They, they forgot. So it's, it's insane. It's well, insane. one of the best things about that is if you look at those games, yeah, you can always bet the over. And I most of the time you're going to be successful. You're going to make profit. But you can look at player props in those games because those guys are going to score a ton of points. Uh, yep. So the star players of each team – you know, it's going to be 25, 30 for guys who probably only score 15. So another huge thing to look at. And I don't think I've ever – I've watched a lot of basketball in my life. I don't think I've ever seen defense like the Pacers. It's like an all-star game every single night. I think I think they shoot the ball within eight seconds of the shot clock. Uh, that They're quick. They're fast. They get it in and they go. They get it in and they go. They let the other team score. They get it in and go. That's all they want to do. And honestly, it's had some success for them. I mean, they're not, you know, a dominant team. It's going to hurt them down the stretch. No doubt, but no doubt. In, in terms of what they're doing right now, I wouldn't be surprised if it keeps them healthier because they're not defending um, yeah. they're one side of the ball. But um, we'll see what happens for them down the road. But, hey, we're going to keep hitting it. Baylor, right. minus, Baylor minus two and a half versus Florida. That was a four-point victory for Baylor. Florida put up more of a fight than I expected, actually. Um, so that was still a win, though. So good on Baylor. That was away from Baylor also, I think. So that was uh, another strong win. Uh, away teams in college basketball always have a disadvantage. So uh, happy with that one. Oregon plus 13.5. I, I got to be honest with you. I was hoping that Oregon State would keep it close. And the biggest thing about that game was time of possession for Oregon. They had a nine-minute dri nine drive in the first quarter. And then, you know, I went to bed at what it was, uh, what was the final score at halftime? It was 17-7 maybe at halftime or something. And I something woke like up that. and it was 31-7. So yeah. it's like they must have just ground the, grinded the clock out. It got the job done easily. Uh, when they went up 14-0, I knew that it, they were going to hit, hit this spread. Um, strong, strong showing by Oregon. They really should be in the college football playoff in my opinion. Um, yeah, and he's one of the two. Well, we say Jaden Daniels is a finalist. I'm not so sure about that. But I, I Bo Nix is, is the odds-on favorite right now to win the Heisman. So, 
I think he should get it, but I love Jaden Daniels. Yeah. Memphis, minus 14.5 versus Temple. Easy, no sweat bet. I can't believe it was 14.5. I get it because Memphis has definitely had some struggles this season. But Temple is just on a historic pace to just be, you know, one of the worst FBS teams uh, this season. So uh, they don't play any offense, um, and their defense is not that great. So give us the Memphis win on that one. Uh, and then, Scott, you gave us the Jets under, and we all have to think it. I gave us Memphis, too. Yep. I gave um, the top two of mine. So, yeah, the Jets, Tim Boyle, come on, come on, really? Really? When they scored that late touchdown, I was like, oh, damn, they're going to make this, they're going to go over 15, but they didn't. So, I was well, what I find remarkable is Tim Boyle, Eastern Kentucky. Touchdown interception ratio was, I think, like three to nine or something. And then in the NFL, he's got the same, you know, bad numbers. How's this guy? There's so many quarterbacks out there. They could have gotten Carson Wentz. They could have gotten Cam Newton. They could have gotten somebody to make it at least competitive. And though none of those guys would have competed with Rodgers next season to be the quarterback. So even if you had success, it wouldn't have been like a locker room issue. I mean, maybe with Cam Newton, but I mean, he's still not good enough to take over for Rodgers. So, I just it's I'm gonna look at the Jets under team total for the rest of the yeah. season because they're yeah. just that bad. Their offensive line is so bad that Brees Hall is averaging under three yards of carry right now. And he is one of the best running backs in the NFL. It's bad. And I watched that game and I was just like, Brees Hall would get the handoff. The the defensive lineman was already talking to him. Like yeah. <laughs> it, it, it was like, hey, I'm here. It's like it's like me trying to block against NFL linemen. So and and the thing with the Jets is if they haven't quit already, they're about ready to quit. Yeah, they're about ready to quit. It's it's over. It it really is over. Aaron Rodgers needs to to stay away from that this year because it's done. So yeah, um, I I totally agree with you. Um, it's it's just like uh the the Commanders. I think it's another team that's not going to win another game this year. Uh, yeah. firing Jack Del Rio. Are you kidding me? Like he's the problem. You traded away Chase Young and Montez Sweat. And you expect yep. the defense to be better, and Ron Rivera's not getting any of the heat. They should get rid of him right now and put Bianmi at head coach before he goes somewhere else. I, um, I, I heard during the game that they said they were going to they were going to evaluate Rivera at the end of the year. What, what are you going to do at the end of the year? Fire? Do it now. Just do it now. Put Bianmi in charge. Do it now. Get it over with. That's it. Done. So, I completely agree with you. Yeah. Well, so last week of college football. And we are going to focus solely on that. Uh, it's sad. It is a sad day. Um, bittersweet. But we've got some great picks. Tanner gave us one pick today, and he did it because he wanted to go 1-0. and And he did the right pick because we all agree. Liberty minus 16.5. My alma mater. Uh, Liberty is fantastic this year. Um, I, there were a couple of times where I didn't think that they would cover the spread, and they absolutely blew out the team that they were playing. Offense is strong. Quarterback play is strong. Defense is middle of the pack, but gets the job done. And I'm sorry, but the team they're playing today is not good. UTEP, I don't know how it's 16 and a half. I would have expected it to be in the 20s. I love this pick, Scott. I love it. So so here's as we'll get to in a little bit with the last pick. Liberty is in contention to get a, a, a New Year's Day Bowl. Tulane is is the other team that's in contention. They won twenty nine to sixteen yesterday, so that's not an impressive win by uh, by Tulane. They were playing a really good team. If Liberty goes out and wins 
54 to nothing or something, 54 to seven. Then the committee's going to look at him and say, we want that team in the New Year's six-day bowl. So that's what Liberty has on the line today is that New Year's six-day bowl bid, so to speak. So I think they're going to put a big number up today in their game. And I think they want to show the committee that they're the team that should go and not too late. Well, Liberty might be able to start making those claims that they're the national champions like UCF did way back when because they were undefeated yep. and didn't get a chance. And I don't think that Liberty is even near the opportunity to play in a playoff game. But yeah. an undefeated season would go really well for this team. Um, a team that's probably going to dominate that conference for the next foreseeable future and maybe potentially can move to the ACC or something if they continue their success. Their yeah. Virginia team – uh, probably the best Virginia team this year. Uh, right. And if they continue their success, we've seen teams switch and move uh, to better conferences, especially with everything that's been changing right now. I love I love this play. I think that they dominate, and I think UTEP doesn't stand a chance. I don't even think UTEP gets 10 points. So, Right. I don't think so either. Marshall minus two. This one's me. This one's all me. Marshall minus two. Arkansas State. I don't know how this line is what it is. Marshall – uh, Arkansas State's already in a bowl, six and five, nothing to play for. Marshall need to win this game, go to a bowl. Marshall's schedule compared to Arkansas State is night and day. Arkansas State has played nothing but high school teams, and when they play somebody decent, they get absolutely desecrated. Their yeah. only good win this year was against Texas State, a terrible defense. And Marshall, they've beaten Virginia Tech, they've beaten Old Dominion. They've played well against some of the other teams that aren't, you know, in these lower power five conferences. I love this play minus two or the money line to give it to me. I just cannot believe they gave us that. And it's really only because last week, Arkansas state blew out Texas state. Woohoo. Mm -hmm. Yee -hee. Uh, I'm totally riding Marshall today, Scott. So I said, this is a couple weeks ago. I was just joking, half joking about it, but I, but I'm starting to believe this. I think the books put one or two games deep down into the middle of the game logs so nobody will pick it. And I think Marshall is that one game today because they're better than Arkansas State. They're much better than Arkansas State. So that's what the books did today, I think, was put this game down there and say, please pick Arkansas State. Please pick Arkansas State. We know they're not going to win. We know they're not going to cover. But if you pick Marshall, we're going to take a bath on this. So, and sure enough. I put the bet in too. I put the bet in too. Marshall. I love Marshall today. I think they're gonna. Yeah. I think they're gonna win by two touchdowns today. Well, Marshall's defense is is you know much better than some of these teams Arkansas State's been playing. Yeah. Yeah. That's really the the focal point for Arkansas State is their offense because they play that really right. fast all passing attack. But I'm sorry, <laughs> I just can't. I can't not look at this. It's basically just saying you're gonna take Marshall to win the game, and I absolutely am gonna do that. So yeah, yeah. Another one for me is Michigan, Ohio State, under 46 and a half. And the biggest reason why I feel this is obviously we've got two top 10 FBS defenses, really top five if you wanted to get nitty gritty and give your claim to it. But since Harbaugh has been gone, this team has been much, much more conservative, a lot more running plays, um, focusing on the defense. And I understand that completely. Ohio State is – Got the big play aspect with Marvin Harrison Jr., but I really think that they're a defensive-minded team too, and I just think that this is going to be a 24-20 you know, type of game. I just don't think it gets over 46.5. If you want to bump this up to maybe 51.5 and, and take a couple of points, 
I think that's an easy lock, but I love the under here. I love it. So this morning I, I was watching ESPN and Desmond Howard was on, not Desmond Howard, some other guy was on. And he said that Harbaugh is one of the top three coaches in the NCAA for feel of the game, coaching wise. And when he's not on the sideline, the interim coach has no idea in the feel of the game. Doesn't It becomes very conservative. On a fourth and two, when Harbaugh would go for it, this guy's punting instead of going for it. So that's that's what Michigan's missing in this game. I love the under 46 and a half. I don't think Ohio State's going to score more than 17 today against them. I really don't. So, Yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't know who's going to win this game because uh, it's always a wild game. But that's why I just like the under. That way I don't have to worry about it. So give me the under. Yeah. Scott, you had Jayville minus three. Um, I like it, but just tell me a little bit about it. So Jayville is eight and three. They are not going to a bowl game. They are one of those teams that, with James Madison, that are not in a bowl game. The team they're playing today just beat Auburn by 21 points. Jerry Kill is the coach. They don't really have anything to to play for. They'll, They'll play to win the game. But they're in a situation where they just played a big FBS school in Auburn. They just beat them by three touchdowns. They probably beat up a little bit. They're banged up. Their quarterback is banged up considerably today, Diago Pavia. So he's going to play, but how effective is he going to be? Jacksonville State's been great this year. All, all comes, all comers, they've been great. I love Jacksonville State in this spot. This is just a field spot for me. I think New Mexico is not going to show up today to play. Yeah, And I, I don't think they have to. They have nothing to play for today. If they win or lose the game, it doesn't matter. They're in the conference championship game already. I so think it's, it's Jacksonville. I think Go it's ahead. a half sandwich game. I think that they got their big win against Auburn. They got paid over a million dollars to come down there. One point five million. Yep. And yep. they whooped them. They spanked them. So that's that's a double double dip there. I think it's a half sandwich. I mean, I know that uh, New Mexico State's going to go to a bowl game, but in terms of this game kind of just being a game, I think that yeah, I totally agree. And three points isn't a lot. You could even get a push here if it's a close game. So. Uh, I love Jayville. I love Jayville in this spot. And the other thing I'll tell you, Matt, and for everybody out there, last week the the ruling came down that these teams weren't going to the bowl game. James Madison laid down basically and died in the game. Jacksonville State put 48 points up on the board last week. So it didn't bother them at all. They know they're not going to the bowl game. They knew they weren't going. They still went out and put 48 up on the road against the team. So their offense is lethal. It's completely yeah. lethal. I'd love to see Liberty and J- Jacksonville State play in the bowl game because that yeah. would be 55-48 easily. So, Well, and also New Mexico State is definitely a slower-paced team. Jayville yeah. is not. Uh, so if Jayville gets out early, it might be a little bit tough for New Mexico State to, to keep up with them. I've got Bama minus 13 against Auburn. I keep hearing these things about, oh, you throw away all the stats and Alabama-Auburn. No, no, I'm not doing that today. The fact that it's 13, I love it. Uh, Bama is going to mop the floor with this Auburn team. I don't care if they were looking at this game last week when they got trounced by New Mexico State. I don't care. You think Bama is going to let them hang around? Jaden Milrow has been absolutely fantastic in the last few weeks. He's finally getting a good feel for the offense. He's using his legs like they should have used. You know, he should have been doing that a lot more earlier on in the season. And Auburn has a uh, decent defense, but their offense is anemic. And Bama is just going to absolutely swarm them. I don't think Auburn scores more than 14 points. 
I love 13. I think it's 28-14, 35-14, whatever you want. Give me the 13 points here. Um, tell me I'm wrong. Can't do it. <laughs> I really can't. Okay. Auburn has six wins, yes. Have they looked impressive in those six wins? No. They've lost, they just lost to New Mexico State last week. They were looking past them in this game. And they lost. And they plus they gave New Mexico State $1.5 million out the door. There you go. Bye. Um, so I think Alabama's going to come in and put a big whooping on Auburn today. Alabama's got a lot to play for still. They, they're not looking ahead to Georgia. In this. They're looking at today. This is their rivalry. They're not looking to Georgia. Auburn's the team right now that's sitting in front. Nick Saban will not allow them to look ahead to, to Georgia. So, you know, they lose if they lose today or next week in the conference championship, they're out. They're not going to make the playoffs. So they've got to win today, and they'll put a big number up. Yeah, Saban – I know Saban cares about playoffs, championships. This is a game that he doesn't want to lose. This is probably – no matter what the record is for Auburn, he looks at this game and circles it, stars it. Every single year, it doesn't matter where they're both at. And I think that he, you know, all the history behind the games that Auburn has won, you know, the big kick return, uh, field goal return, touchdown. Um, you know, he's just not going to allow it. And I think it's going to be a Bama year for sure. Um, another game I'm not as confident in Bama uh, is LSU. But I do think they still are going to dominate. And it's really just because the Aggies are just not, you know, they were – not good with Jimbo, but they're really not good without Jimbo. Um, and Jaden Daniels wants to be the Heisman. Brian Kelly wants him to be the Heisman. He'll probably still be throwing the ball if they're up 35 nothing. Um, yeah. nope. And I really think that they want him to be the Heisman. I, they want LSU in that conversation because uh, they're not going to be in the playoff. Uh, they could get a New Year's Six Bowl if they win this game. So definitely a lot to play for. And AM, like I said, they can't make a bowl game. This is, I mean, yeah, maybe they'll try to win, but they're not going to. Uh, they're going to get destroyed. Um, I just don't think that this is going to be even close. The defense of A&M might slow down LSU a tiny bit, but, okay, 42 points instead of 60, like, it's not going to be close. Uh, I think 42-21, 42-14, if they can get that many. I know LSU's defense is anemic, um, but I think it's I think it's an easy 13. The only, the pro it's a noontime game in LSU, which I understand why it's not a seven o'clock game because they at night it's it's crazy there. Number one, number two, Bo Nix threw for three seventy last night, two touchdowns. He kind of opened the door a little bit for Jaden Daniels. If Jaden Daniels goes out and have four hundred and six touchdowns today, he he could walk right into the Heisman Award. But having said that, Texas A and M is is a disaster right now. They should have just let Jimbo Fisher find, fill out the year, and then and then said to him, "You're gone." But, you know, they did what they did, and they're just a mess right now. They have no no leadership on the sideline right now. So I love LSU today in a big way. Absolutely. San Jose State plus two and a half against UNLV. That is a Scott Cove pick. Scott, lay it on us. So San Jose State, I heard the other day from a professional better on, on Visa, the, uh, the follow the money program. The Sagarin rating for San Jose State is 25 spots ahead of UNLV. Everybody will say, UNLV is number one in the conference. Why, why would you go against them? Because UNLV hasn't played anybody. Yeah. Non-conference schedule, they were terrible. They didn't. They played Michigan. They lost to Michigan. Okay, great. You, you haven't played anybody else. You're, you're, my, my 
perception of their record is it's 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 a very paper paper record right now. So while San Jose State's going out and playing likes of USC, they're going on the road to play these non-conference uh, Big Five power schools, and they were one and five at one point, and now they're six and five. They're eligible for a bowl game when when three four weeks ago they weren't. They're going to beat UNLV today. They just are. They're 25 spots ahead in the Sagarin ratings. Their non-conference schedule was was brutal for them. That's why their coaches did this. It's like the Michigan State in basketball. You want to play us? Okay, fine. We'll come to you. Doesn't matter. We'll take on all comers. And that's what San Jose State did to get ready for a game like this today. So I love San Jose State in this spot today. Yeah, I have to lean with you. Um, I have followed San Jose State a lot this year, and they've had a tough schedule. Um, they yeah. really have. Their non-conference yeah. schedule was very brutal, um, and they've been, you know, formidable at least. So I'll take them. I think that you know teams that play tougher schedules, I, I, like I talked about earlier with Marshall, they have an advantage against some of these teams because they're seeing competition that is so far above their opponent that they're currently playing that it's a huge advantage. So exactly. I'm going to take, and they give us plus points here. So. Yeah. Give it yep. to me. Sprinkle a little bit on the money line. It's not going to be a huge sprinkle. It's not going to be a huge, you know, odds. But hey, I, I think they get the win today. Yeah. All right, Scott. It's our money line pick parlay. Bama, LSU. We talked about both of them already. Liberty. Yep. We already talked about SMU against Navy and Utah against Colorado. With the potential news that no Shador Sanders today. Whoo. That's a minus one eighteen, almost double money parlay. Who kills I, it for us? I was going to put Georgia in this, but Georgia's minus twenty four hundred. Yeah, <laughs> I keep putting that in. Um, although I may cash this out and add what Matt added before the program, which is Colorado State to his parlay. I may mm-hmm. do that, and that that'll bring it up even more. So this is the last week of college football, as we know, for for a, a major a major slate. So I, I wanted to do something a little different. Plus, this is the prove it to prove it parlay. Alabama's got to win today because they're fighting for the for the fourth spot in the playoff, which they have a chance to get if they win this week and beat Georgia next week. They'll be in. Okay, LSU. The prove it point to them is Jay Daniels wants to win Heisman, so they're going to go out and they're going to put offense, offense, offense on the board. SMU is, yeah, yeah. SMU is playing Navy. Navy has not looked good this year. For the most part, SMU is fighting for the conference title. Sandwich game, sandwich game. It, it could because they did Navy and Army. In mm-hmm. case you got nobody knew, it's up at Gillette Stadium in Foxborough this year. So, so I'm going to try to secure tickets to go to that. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, that that's a bucket list game that I, I've always wanted to see. So now that they're coming up to Massachusetts, I got a chance to go, and we'll see if I can get get there. Um, Utah, as as Matt just said. If there's no Shadow Sanders, there's no chance that they're going to win. Plus, the game's in Utah, so that's that's an that's another uh, caveat to that. And the last one's Liberty, and Liberty is playing for a New Year's Day bowl game. It's them and Tulane, and that's it. There's no other team in the mix. Tulane only won 29 to 16 yesterday against UT, UTSA. So Liberty goes up and puts 55 up on the board. They'll they may very well get the spot. And they're pl- I think they're playing in the conference championship game next week too, aren't they? Yes. They- yeah. So they have two weeks to show the committee that they're the team that needs to go into the New Year's Day six bowl. 
So I love this parlay. It's minus 118. I might I'm gonna stick with this parlay, but I may add Colorado State to the parlay to make it make it it's six legs. I know it's a lot, it's hard to win, but Colorado State's playing Hawaii, and Hawaii has not shown me much this year. So well, and just a tidbit about Colorado State, they have to win this game to get a bowl. Um yep. they're minus five and a half right now on the spread. I don't know if I'd trust anything with the line, but I think that they win. Uh, they're going to be fighting tooth and nail to get this uh, bull bid. Um, that's a huge for them, especially for Jay Norvell. Um, so it is in Hawaii, but I don't care. Uh, give me Colorado State money line. Um, I think it's I think it's a foregone conclusion. They want to get in the bull. So that is. Yeah, and the other thing for people out there, I did two parlays last night, $200 a piece. No, one was 750 because I had that in my account, and one was 200. Here's the two parlays Memphis, Ohio, Penn State. Cash, 750. Cash for over $1,000. The other one was Missouri, Ohio, Penn State. Cash, hit. So you don't have to put five legs together. You can put two legs together and win Mm -hmm. it. And and you can get just as much money on the two legs as you did on five legs, but on three legs. That's what I did last night. Absolutely. My only regret yesterday was not putting more points for Missouri. Uh, I only gave them 10, and they absolutely desecrated Arkansas. Oh, well, I don't even know how Sam Hartman has a job. Oh, I don't even. That game, that game was not even close. Not even close. Folks, that's everything we've got for today. Uh, last week of college football season. Hopefully uh, the bets go well for you. Let me know at Larison Bets on Twitter. That's the Let's Talk Bets official Twitter uh, page. And, of course, Scott is also on Twitter. So talk to us. Let us know what you've got for your bets, questions, slips. Show us everything. But until next time, we will see you then. Take care. Bye.